Well, hello there, everybody out there in music video land. Welcome to the filmed insert. Nope, that's not the name of our website. Uh, hello, everybody out there in music video land. Welcome to the IMVDB podcast. My name is Doug Klinger, co-founder of IMVDB, um, uh, which is a website about music videos um, and uh, that you love. Um, with us... Uh, normally is Adam Fairholm, but he is currently fighting a tornado in North Carolina, so um, he's not going to be with us. But with us, as usual, is Adam Alexander um, from Fringe Music Fix. Adam, how are you? I'm always fresh, Doug. Always, always fresh. fresh, which is good. It's, it's important to be fresh, especially on the IMVDB podcast. And then also with us this week is animator and uh, VFX artist Cameron Clark. Cameron, how are you doing? I've been doing well. Thank you very much. No problem. No problem. Is that a, is that a fair way to describe you, edit, or, uh, VFX artist and animator? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it sort of depends on on who's who's offering me a job, but uh, either of those <laughs> descriptions works. Okay, f- fair enough. Fair enough. And you had a, a video um, that you worked on come out this week, uh, Faces of Film: The Rule, directed by Carlos Lopez Estrada. That actually. Uh, we're recording this episode on May 15th, Thursday, May 15th. The video actually came out today, correct? Yes, it did. I uh, got Vimeo staff pick today. Yeah, right away. They they were Sweet. they were quick with that that staff pick today. Uh, um, I think it's because Carlos has some friends in that office at this point. That some <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and they yeah. and they can be um, you know, they can be pretty picky um, sometimes. Carlos had two videos come out this week, and, and both of them were fantastic. Both of them certainly staff-pick-worthy. We, we staff-picked them both over here. So uh, um, you're lucky that – because if, if, if Work Work had been staff-picked, I, uh, I don't know how Vimeo like – they don't like to throw those staff-picks around. So it's, yeah. it's like they knew. It's like they were ready for it to come out. They may or may not be sneaking peeks at the private videos. Uh, I cannot <laughs> confirm that. Um, but yeah, since since we've got you on the episode with us, I figured maybe we'd start a little bit by talking about this video. Um, and so um, basically the concept of this video, it's, um, it's shots of um, uh, like a neighborhood and, and like a city. And there are um, uh, animated fires um, throughout and then... Um, about the halfway point of the video, it, it begins to rain, um, kind of epically, flooding the city and, and, and putting out all the fires. Did I, is that kind of the, the gist of that's, the video? That's pretty much how the video was pitched to me and, and how it turned out, yeah. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Um, and you did, uh, obviously, it's the, all the animation for the video, of course. And so I guess I'm curious, um, you know, we can talk particularly about this project, but in general, when, when, when do you get brought on to a project? At what point? It really depends on the director. Uh, me and Carlos go way back. Uh, we both went to, to Chapman uh, University together way back when. Um, and so we've, we've done a lot of projects together. So he brings me on um, usually pretty early. But it depends on the project. Th- this one was he wrote a treatment uh, with, without telling me that he intended on using me. Uh, and then when it was awarded, with the, he gave me the treatment, which was basically that. There's a city that's on fire, and then it starts to rain and gets washed out by water. Make it look cool. Go, Cameron, go. That was sort of how it got pitched to me. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. Um, so I, so how, how our, this video worked is Carlos went out, and uh, on this weekend, he was renting the camera for another project. Him and uh, his, his DP shot this stuff without me while I was um, far away, and then uh, gave me all the footage and had me fill it with fire. Nice. And so do you, do you ever have any input on the way the footage is shot or anything like that, or do you oftentimes just kind of get, get given footage and go, Cameron, go? 
it sort of depends on, on the on the project. Um, Carlos, because we've done so much work together, I, I can cr- sort of trust him to to shoot things um, with my work in mind. Um, he still sometimes gives me stuff that is trickier than I want it to be. Um, but because I started sort of in visual effects before animation, I'm pretty good at at now dealing with hard compositing choices. Um, but the the the, the compo- like the the composition was all Carlos's choice in this one for sure. He he shot all the stuff without me um, at all. And and what about the style of the of the animation and the flames and the and the waves and the fly, uh, rain? Is that kind of come from you? Yeah, yeah. Though the anime, like he he knew he wanted fire and he knew he wanted water and he knew he wanted it two D. He gave me um, sort of in the treatment there are three or four uh, still images of various things he had found off the internet of sort of things he liked and 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 things that were sort of mood wise what he liked. And then I sort of went with that and made something that I could make move um, without. Killing myself with doing hand on cell animation. Yeah, um, yeah. Cause I didn't have. I wish I could go through and do frame by frame real cell animation, fire effects. But it just with music video budgets and time, there's. I had to do it quick, so it's sort of a lot of After Effects tricks to make this, as opposed to um, hand drawn two D animation. Right, and because there's there's basically animation on like what like ninety five percent of this video, right? It's it's pretty pretty much every almost, single shot. Yeah. This one, this, <laughs> it's three minutes plus of of, of anim- 2D animation, which is uh, a tall order when for a music video budget. <laughs> right, right. And and are you um, just kind of to get an idea of like kind of the placement? Do you are you usually the last hands to get to get a music video, or does it after you get it kind of go through a color treatment process typically? Um, yeah, I mean it does. It definitely depends on the project and the, and the deadlines. Um, this one because we had a, a pretty lax deadline. Um, how it worked was he gave me the footage uncolored. I did all my work and he was coloring, he colored it sort of without my work. And then I gave him alpha channels, gave him like just, um, versions of the animation on the transparencies that he could lay back on and recolor after my work. So the color correction in mine, it was sort of a, a back and forth. We were sending files back and forth for a while and, 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 uh, it was pretty easy, but there have definitely been projects where I, I am the, the last person to do a render before it goes off to the label or, or whoever. Sweet. And uh, is it your? Is it? Do you then give it back to the director to kind of do that por- portion, send it off to the label, that kind of thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Usually, I'll, I'll, I'll like you send it them, or, or or we transfer them a final file, which may even just get forwarded to a uh, to the label. But but sort of depending, yeah, on the project. Um, this one it was given to Carlos, who he tweaked a little things. He even added there were a couple places that he wanted fire that I had moved on to another job, and he uh, he was able to add a couple fires on himself too. Um, uh, that, that sort of after me, which is is rare for for our projects. Usually, he doesn't have his hands in the After Effects, um, but uh, he he wanted to do it, and I I moved on to another project at that point. Gotcha. Um, and uh, and in addition to to Carlos Lopez Estrada, at least on our site, we have you working um, most frequently with uh, Elliot Sellers, who also had a music video come out this week. Uh, and uh, you didn't yeah, right. Yeah, I, it's, Elliot's also someone I work with a bunch. Um, Carlos was the one who who actually introduced me to Elliot oh, originally. Nice. Um, they co-directed a video um, for Saint Lucia um, a while back that I did visual effects on. Um, that they co-directed, and that was the first project that we did together. And now a lot of times Carlos and Elliot are battling over who gets to use me these days. <laughs> oh, nice. So um, is that is that your is it is it typically as um, uh, with you like? Um, it's a, a relationship with the director. I, most most often, it's not really a, a production company thing that you will you will frequently get. Yeah, 
yeah, for for especially for music videos, I generally work word of mouth with um, with directors that I know. Um, occasionally, I get handed off to someone else. Like they're both under um, uh, the Doomsday label right now, and and Doomsday works works with me um, uh, quite a bit. So they'll they'll bring me on for a few things. And we used to do work for London Alley uh, Entertainment, and they they um, they sometimes use me too. But generally, because music video budgets are so low, I, I would they're usually more projects for fun, projects that are going to be cool. Yeah. And so it's usually some director has to convince me to do it. With commercial work, I'll come on uh, uh, sort of randomly as a hired gun. But music videos, it's usually more of a personal favor uh, for the rates that I'm, I'm working for. Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. And, and do you find like, because um, I think, I feel like both Carlos and Elliot, both those guys have like a really defined style um, at this point. And, and do you, do you kind of have to adapt your work to the style of the director typically? Um, they're, they're both really fun to work with because they both have very, very specific things that they want. So it's very rare that they give me a note that's just like, uh, I don't know what I want, but make it better, which is true in a lot of other settings. Um, they both very, will very specifically know what they want, say, change this to this color or move this to here. Um, and, uh, uh, so they're fun to work with for, for that reason. Uh, absolutely. Um, but, but they also, I mean, and Elliot especially is, is very much, he, when he knows where to give me room, he'll definitely say, all right. Make this look cool. I know you can do it. Don't don't listen to me because it's not my job. But uh, but I never feel like I don't have direction. Um, both those guys are, are very um, auteur like in that way. And and um, uh, I, I also wanted to talk about there is at least one video that I'm aware of where um, you aren't just behind the scenes, but in fact you are in it. And that's the uh, Passion Pit Carried Away video. And uh, <laughs> yeah. and there's a, and there's a really specific scene. I wonder if you could maybe discuss a little bit uh, um, this scene where you're um, running and falling a whole bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, the, the the video is another Carlos project. Uh, it was definitely one of those like it was something like I don't know five grand for the whole the whole video, and it, everyone in the video is the crew. There's there's no <laughs> there's no actors in that video, um, and it was uh, a lot of rotoscoping with, from a lot of friends that sort of worked for cheap or free. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, we, we eat sand in that it's supposed to be, um, like gun, like sort of magical gunpowder that makes people explode. Uh, what it actually was, was, um, colored sand for the bottom of reptile cages <laughs> at store. Cause we originally wanted to get like pixie stick powder, but it turns out like huge bags of pixie stick powder are really expensive. So we found this is the cheapest colored powder we could find. And I remember being the first one, being a, the visual effects supervisor, I was the first one to take a big spoonful of it and put it in my mouth for a shot, and uh, almost choked. But every, after that, everyone else started putting it in their mouths. But it was not, it was not good. So um, we all, almost choked. <laughs> so that's basically the the plot of the video because at the very beginning, uh, the the first guy to eat the sand, it like does it on his own, and then everyone else sees that he turns into a bunch of people and uh, um, gets excited. Yeah. And, and and jumps right into it. And I know that video is kind of full of. That, that's essentially just all like main m mainly crew members, right? Um, in that video. Yeah, almost exclusively. I don't think there was anyone brought on to set that wasn't someone that would also carry a, a, a grip a C stand. Um, but uh, the and and it was definitely like no planning, no shot structure. This was definitely we went out on one day and just shot everything we could possibly think of. And then we're like, we'll deal with it in post. Uh, we'll make them explode in post. So you um, were you con contributing to kind of the the idea like the ideas you weren't just just there to to eat to eat sand and and fall down you were actually contributing to the to the way uh, things were being shot in this project. Yeah, I, I was there making sure they were shooting it in a way in which we could uh, end up 
going through and adding in all the different versions. However, because of the way that we had no budget or time, uh, a lot of it was pretty much just shot poorly and we had to deal with it and rotoscope it afterwards. It was a pretty miserable post process on that video. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, we would have, we would have put up green or whatever. We had a big like 24 by 24 piece of green, but we just never had time to set it up or take it down anywhere. So we just did it and, and hoped we'd figure it out with the roto brush and after effects later, um, which is how we did it. And uh, one of the funny things about that video actually that we, we, we found out recently is Mishka, the, the DP stumbled upon um, some Chinese film students which had done a shot-by-shot reenactment of the entire video. Oh, nice. And it's unbelievable. It's, like, really good. Like, like they had, like, a 30-person crew that scrolls by at the end. <laughs> and there's, like, it's like really high production value for this student film that's, like, definitely just a shot-by-shot remake of, like, us hanging out in our basement shooting this video. That's, that's uh, which, awesome. Which I thought was, I feel like we've made it if the, the <laughs> yeah, right. are, are stealing our stuff. Right, that's definitely that's definitely an indication of fame when uh, yeah. when film school students are, are stealing your work. Um, that's great. We, we we will definitely include that um, in the show notes um, as well as there's a f- fantastic um, behind the scenes piece that that Carlos cut together um, yeah. from this video that we will also include in the show notes, which just shows you guys falling down a whole bunch of times. So that's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, yeah, we actually I guess I, I lied. There were two actor types on the sets. We hired two parkour guys for. Like an after, like for three hours or something, and they like there's one shot where a car comes through and hits them and they flip. There's like a million people flipping. Oh right, and nice. that was the that was the hour that we had the parkour guys and had them flip over a truck a car a million times. Nice. So I take it back. There were some actors, but okay. otherwise it was all crew. Other than that, right? The producer and and everybody uh, getting involved, yeah. which is sweet. Um, and and getting back a little bit to to your VFX and your animation work, would you say because you know oftentimes you do have to. Um, you know, adapt to the director's style. Would you say that f- for a lot of the projects you're working on that you're typically trying to bring your own style to them as well? Um, I would like to. Uh, any, anyone that gives me the opportunity to do more, um, like that, I push myself more as an animator because that's sort of where I, the, I get to shine and get to, to draw and, and bring in my own personal style more. The visual effects work is generally, more, I'm more of a technician than I am anything else, I would say. And that's sort of why I want to get away from it a little more is that it, it pays the bills, but it's not quite as creative, fulfilling, creatively fulfilling as, as more traditional animation is for me. Because um, I like to get out the pen and paper and start drawing. Do you do your own stuff as well? Like, uh, you know, your own full animated pieces, that kind of thing? Um, not, not in a while, because the, the uh, people have keep on paying me to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, um, I do have aspirations of, of, of doing more things. I'd love to, to do an animated TV pilot at some point. Um, I... Uh, um, I have a bunch of just like my Instagram is full of little pictures and draw doodles that I do and sketches and, and I make a lot of sculpy sculptures of little cartoon characters and things. But, um, but that's all sort of behind the scenes. That's not, I don't put that out, out as much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, visual and, effects is definitely how I pay the bills. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, and do you ever find yourself in the situation where like, a director first tried to do it on their own. Like, I, I know with Carlos and, and Elliot, those guys have some pretty serious VFX chops as well, so uh, I can't imagine them running into a situation where they're I- incapable of doing something. But um, do you ever run into a situation where like the director's like, man, I, I tried this and I couldn't do it. I, I need your help. Um, actually, Car- Carlos brings me on quite a bit, actually, for that <laughs> kind of come in at the last, the last second and help him. Yeah. Um, actually, with the, with the cutting video, the other one that's on your list today, um, the, the, the pulling through the mouth shot in the beginning, they shot that really poorly because of that night went really crazy for them. Apparently it was a steady single, 
single shot steady cam shot that was a total nightmare to shoot and uh they didn't get a good pull out from that mouth in the original footage and he he wanted me to come in and 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 give it some more sweetening than it had um but they ended up using sort of i mean they did a great job with what it was um but but i have definitely will get calls in the middle of the night from carlos that'll be like all right we need the shot by tomorrow please come in and, and we couldn't figure it out try to figure it out <laughs> yeah just like how to do it save the day a little bit that's, yeah that's that, sweet definitely. so so did you so just to confirm did you, you had your hands a little bit on the um on the work work video um, I, I opened up the After Effects project and I fiddled with it for a little bit, but I don't think that my extra work ended up making it in the video. Uh, I think that it was sort of a, a, an attempt, but I, I I told them that it was they got it pretty much as good as they're going to get it with the footage they have. Um, yeah, yeah, it was definitely uh, the guy's mouth wasn't fully open, so it was sort of they had to fake the open mouth for that moment. It was it was it was tricky. They did they, they actually did a really good job with it, how it turned out. Yeah, I, th- I think it looks great. And, but, but I guess I was, I was mainly seeing if we should sneak in a credit for you there. But yeah, it sounds like no. Well, it sounds like we'll keep no, you off. No, no, we'll no, keep you no. off. Um, I, I, I offered a little emotional consulting for Carlos, but I didn't actually do any work. Which goes a long way, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, pretty, it's pretty important. Um, uh, well, I've been, uh, I, Adam, I don't want to keep you if, you. if you've got some stuff to jump in here, I, I um, feel free to. Um, no, I'm good. I'm good right now. I did have a question. I was going to ask Cameron if he preferred uh, video effects or animation, but he hit on that for sure. So that was my big burning question. Step ahead of you. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to do more more of the 2D animation. I sort of the last two, the, pretty much this year, I've been doing exclusively 2D animation, but my reel has yet to update to show that. Um, doing a few commercials and some and some corporate work. Um, that uh, so hopefully my my online presence will reflect that. Hold on. A dog's barking at people. No, nope, no problem. <laughs> Dogs are, are always welcome on the IMDb podcast. Um, uh, so that's good. Um, uh, yeah, that's so. And and you know, I, I know for for directors, um, the music video and the commercial world are pretty different. Oftentimes, they're it's not really their idea when it comes to uh, commercials. You know, they they are kind of working with an idea that's presented to them. From from your position, are the music video and commercial worlds significantly different outside of obviously the money? Um, yeah, I would say just the general generally commercial clients are a million times worse to deal with, um, just because they're usually paying more and they have they're further away from the process and they're usually not artists of any sort. When the the people the labels can also be sometimes a headache, but they're 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 definitely much more tied to the artwork than the. Um, the commercial world is. I, I, I definitely, I can't name any clients specifically, but I've had some pretty miserable um, client experiences with commercial work that I don't really have as many in, in music videos. Um, that, yeah, just the, there's a lot of like, we're three days before delivery, and oh, by the way, can we just start from scratch on this thing that you spent <laughs> the last month on? There's a lot of those kind of comments where you're just like, no, <laughs> no way. And the commercial answer is always, oh, can we just throw you some more money? And it's like, well, can you also invent a time machine and give me another week? <laughs> right, There's right. There's no way that I could possibly. I could only stay up so many nights in a row. And, um, and, and that is pretty much the life of a VFX artist and an animator. It's basically just through the night, every night, you have something yeah. to deliver. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> and are you are you ever working with with other people in the post process other than video? Like, are you working um, with editors and stuff like that too? Typically. 
Um, well, I feel like with the music video world, it gets to me sort of after editors. I, I usually sort of make a rule as I don't want to touch it till picture is locked because I don't want to have to do work that ends up changing. Yeah. Um, that's sort of, sort of a, a rule of thumb for music videos. Um, but um, with the stuff that like the, the commercial work that I'm doing right now, um, I, I'm in much more of a directorial position. So I'm much more of an editor in my, my, um, it, it, for myself and, and what I do when I'm involved in that part of the decision making because I like dealing with the, the post work myself. Um, but for um, like when I'm, when I'm in a more directorial position with animation stuff, I do bring on other illustrators and other sort of um, computer people, digital artists of various sort that'll come in and help me out. Other animators that will, like I'll, I'll, I'll outsource maybe some lip syncing to another animator or, or bring on, um, like I have an Ill- a couple of illustrators that br- uh, come on for the, I do, sorry, I, I do um, some, some videos for um, corporate uh, Mattel for the toy company Mattel for their um, corporate videos. Okay. And uh, a lot of times I bring on a team of illustrators and and, and editors for that, um, that work. Uh, but only when the budget allows. Usually it's just me in, in my home office staying up late and uh, drinking coffee. Sweet. And, and just to get a little bit more um, technical, what, uh, why don't you talk about a little bit about the, the software that you use? Um, yeah, After Effects is my sort of my instrument, my, my where I start from um, pretty much just because that was the application that I nerded out in in high school and, and have <laughs> continued to use since then. Um, but, uh, uh, I, I mean, the whole creative Adobe Creative Suite outside of that, uh, Photoshop, Illustrator, um, a little bit of Cinema 4D here or there. I try to avoid 3D at all costs. I just, I hate render times, and uh, so I just, I don't want to do it. Um, and uh, uh, Dragon Stop Motion is a big shout out to Dragon Stop Motion being, like, the best <laughs> application in the world. Uh, it's for how, what we do for our stop motion stuff. Um, I, I've done a few videos that are on IMDb. Uh, I'm IMDb. I am. How, what is it? IMDb. 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 With Carlos, uh, and those were all shot with Dragon. And Dragon's an example of an application that was definitely written by animators for animators. I, I've I've never run into a program that seems so apt at what it does. <laughs> Uh, I, I love Dragon. They're, they're they're good people over there. Is um is one of those that you did stop motion with Carlos? Is uh, Mivoy? Did you work on that one? Yeah, Mivoy and uh, Chocolate are the two um, videos for uh, Jesse and Joy, the, the Mexican pop acts. Um, which Mivoy, yeah, what won a Latin Grammy a couple years ago? Right. Did you um, go? Did you go? I, I did. We went to Las Vegas. It was it was a lot of fun. Nice. <laughs> which, by the way, that's where they that's where they hold the. Uh, Latin Grammys is in Las Vegas, Nevada. Who would have guessed? <laughs> Which may, no, it makes it makes plenty of sense if you really think about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and it was, we it was a great party. no, go ahead. I'm sorry. It was, it was a great party. I, I we even convinced uh, me and the art director and the producer convinced Carlos to let us come up on stage. So there is footage somewhere of 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 um, some me on stage accepting a, an award in Spanish. Uh, <laughs> nice. I, don't, I don't know what's going on at all. Uh, but you look, but you look cool. <laughs> you guys you guys wore matching suits, right? Yeah, a bunch of a group of maxi, matching tuxedos that you rented from a little sleazy tux shop off the strip in Las Vegas. That's awesome. And we yeah. we actually interviewed Carlos um, uh, for the blog about this video um, uh, last year, maybe the year before. Um, and and in that in that blog post are some red carpet photos of you guys. So I'll make sure to link those in the show notes as well. Show you guys off in your sweet tuxedos, doing all sorts of crazy moves uh, on the red yeah. carpet. 
which it is was, fun. It was great because we didn't know we didn't know what was going on. We're going to all these after parties in which we don't know any Latin celebrities, so we have no <laughs> idea who's famous. Everyone keeps on thinking we're famous because we're all wearing these tuxes and we're all the red carpet, but like <laughs> we don't know who anyone is or what's going on because it's all in Spanish. It was it was a pretty hilarious trip for for everyone involved i think <laughs> well and we and we will do our best to try to find that acceptance <laughs> speech as well and, and include that but at the very least we'll have some sweet photos um and yeah we'll link to the mavoy video as well it's a fantastic um fantastic video and yeah like you mentioned latin grammy winner which is which is sweet um which is how i introduce myself now at, at parties is <laughs> <laughs> That, that's good. That's good. Adam Alexander does that too, and he's got no. He's not. He's lying. So that's right. That's weird. He's a he's a fibber. I like I like whenever I tell any American that I that I a video I made won a Latin Grammy. Uh, they, they, you always see the look of confusion of they, they know what the words Latin and Grammy mean, but <laughs> yeah, what they mean together. Right? Like, is that a thing? Is he? Yeah. The Latin. Am I impressed? I'm not sure. Right. Is that? Is it the same? I don't know. Yeah. That's that's funny, uh, and and also very believable. Uh, we uh, we we research it a lot, so we know too much about the Latin Grammys. But uh, but yeah, I get that. I get how you could be running into that situation. Um, well, sweet. Uh, I think. Um, I think we, we, we spoke a little bit about it. I'd, uh, I'd love it if we could talk a little bit more about this work, work clipping video. Um, even though you didn't, you didn't work on it too much, you did watch it, right? Yeah, it was actually shot the same weekend as um, uh, my video that, that we did as well, um, the Faces on Film video. Sweet. I know it was, a, it was sort of a, a, a trifecta of three videos, and Carlos was spread very thin and, and pretty insane by the end of it. Um, I, I can imagine that being the case, and both both videos we um, we staff like this week. I thought they were both really really fantastic videos. Um, um, the work work video is 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 definitely pretty dark. Uh, you know, it's, it's very anti Carlos. I feel like when when Carlos told me the idea, I was like, "Did you write this idea? This, <laughs> this does not sound like the the bright and shiny, silly animal Carlos that I know." Right, right. Now, although um, his uh, Capital Cities video not dark for the most part but it does it does kind of get that little dark turn um there near the end especially obviously with the executed zebra and stuff so he, he seems yeah. to be maybe trending a little bit in this dark direction i mean this one obviously com- completely dark um, um but yeah, yeah I, I really enjoyed this video i could uh imagine it being really difficult to shoot because um, so this was one one shot they did they didn't uh fake that at all yeah, it was one shot, one shot with a steady cam. I think the only thing that's not from the original shot is that pullback with the rats to open the video. I, right. I, that, that was a separate shot, and they were stitched together. But but um, and there there is a little bit of After Effects work going on, like the 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 fly flying around on the boot wasn't a real fly, of course. And I think there there is in the original plates that I saw, the very end when he walks away without a head, um, yeah. one of the animal wrangler, wranglers that was in charge of getting the rats had wandered back into the shop. And that oh. got cut out and made the final video. So I know there there is a little bit of cleanup work done, but it was one full steady cam shot for the full video as well. Nice. So 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 maybe you can help me then figure out because no because I would feel like I would know how to do the stomping part with a cut, but how how would you achieve something like that? Um. How yeah. How he did it. He he. He asked me how I would have done it, and I gave him some suggestions, and I, he did some of them. But yeah, so when we go to the, the close-up of the shoe, um, the actor um, rolls out, and they put in a dummy that doesn't have a head, and lay it there where he was, and then put down a, um, a, a piece of um, pottery for her to crush. And then um, when in the 
in post, uh, they went through when we panned back down and motion tracked a fake picture of the back of his head onto the dummy. So the, it's a fake head until the stomp happens. Nice. Okay. Um, gotcha. And, and then there's a, a, a fake cut for, and then puts and back, puts back in the shot, puts back in the pottery when the pottery happens. Right. Right. And then, and then real pottery. Uh, Adam Alexander, is that how you would have done it? I would have done something like that for sure. Definitely. This cool. is a, this, is, this is a cool video though. This is probably my favorite. So still this week. That's, this is your favorite of the week. Uh, I, I think so. I think so. We, you never know. We still got a day, but, uh, it's but true. this one is definitely uh, uh, a uh, force to be reckoned with. It is. It's a, it's a fantastic video. and It's super cool. And it, it came it's out er, early in the week as well. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. I, I don't blame you. There were, but there were there were a lot of really good videos this week. This is this is definitely um, among my favorites uh, this week too. Um, and I think we can let's let's uh, since we already mentioned Elliot, let's let's maybe move on to his video from this week. Um, uh, and I don't have it pulled up, so I can't. oh yes I do. Uh, his video this week um, uh, by uh, First Aid Kit called My Silver Lining. Uh, and did you guys enjoy this video? I loved it. Uh, oh yeah, this is, oh this is Elliot's video. Yeah, yeah. this is the other yeah, Elliot video. Yeah, Cameron, I guess you're 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 almost forced to like this video because you're friends with <laughs> Elliot. Um, but it's not a tough thing if we, you don't really have to force yourself into it. I'm sure because it's a, another really great um, video. I've watched this video a bunch of times already this week because um, I uh, need to write a blog post about it. But it's um, it's 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 a uh, really interesting because it's. As far as I, I think I'm reading this correctly, um, the, the two girls in, um, in First Aid Kit are shown kind of performing the song in like a very like beautifully composed um, kind of like garden home kind of thing. And, and it seems like there's like a, some ghostly influence in surrounding them. There's a lot of like scenes that show them kind of um, um, partially tra uh, transparent and there's this there's a scene where they're driving down the road or, or riding in a car down the road and there is no driver of the car so that could be a ghost as well did you guys get like a ghostly vibe in this video oh for sure doug definitely and i felt like uh as well that the, the uh the really the the treatment of the video is just to to get every single like kind of ghost effect that, uh, that you could possibly do into the one video because this one uses them all from the smashing dishes to the uh to like you said the ghost driver it kind of just kind of it's like a collage of of every ghostly uh element you could have in uh in that type of a video it's but, cool but not dark not dark a lot of no you know, all sun... shot in daylight which is interesting i thought very cool actually to have something ghostly shot in in broad daylight this way mm -hmm. yeah yeah and, i really and you see elliot pulls from all of his bag of tricks in this video he does the ghost trails that he did in a crystal fighter video he uses the right. spinning rotating like lazy susan shots that he does in the young the giant video uh, he's, he's, yeah, I see, I'm just seeing Elliot tricks throughout this whole thing and it's, he does some great, They're, like he's really developing his, his voice. What's the, uh, what's the Hitchcock move that he uses a little bit now too, where you, where you, um, uh, push in with the camera, but, but widen the focus. What's that move yep. called? Uh, I, I can't remember, but it's obviously Alfred Hitchcock did it. And, uh, that, that, that's in, that's in the, and that's in here as well, which, which goes along with that, obviously ghostly theme, um, having a, an Alfred Hitchcock kind of, um, kind of feel to that, to that as well. He just did that, that move recently too. I'm trying to think of what, which video, um, which video it appears in that he just did. Uh, 
Elliot does this quite a bit. I know that he did it in the St. Lucia video quite a bit. Um, but I, I, yeah, that's definitely, uh, Elliot loves the look of a good push and zoom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it fits great, obviously. But yeah, you, you're right. This does have like a lot of those, those Elliot sellers kind of classic moments that he likes to put in there. And he, and, um, he shoots pretty much all his videos, right? I think he shot this one. If I can revisit, uh, no, he didn't. Charlie Blatch. Uh, yeah. um, but yeah. he, but he obviously typically does. Um, but not this one. Yeah, Charlie also shot uh, the Young the Giant video we did. They they work very closely together. I feel like Elliot has his hands on the camera half the time too. They're they're definitely partners in crime. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, sweet. Well, yeah, I I, I really enjoyed um, that video, and I think that was fun um, that we talked about it. Um, uh, I, I'd like to move on away a little bit from some of the uh, videos that we liked a lot this week, and I'd like to talk about a little bit about some of the more popular videos this week. Not to say that I didn't like them, but these are not uh, my staff picks, but they're, they are still videos that came out this way this week, so I think we should chat about them. And the, and the one I'd like to go to now actually came out Sunday, which was Mother's Day, and that's Headlights by Eminem, which is a song uh, about his mom and, and directed by Spike Lee, who you may have heard of. Um, would you, would you, would you guys think of this video? So I finally watched this one. Okay. Uh, I, I waited a while and, and, uh, and, and you know what? I, I didn't, I didn't hate it. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I was led to believe that I might, but, uh, but was I, that, I was that I, me who led you to believe that? That was you, Doug. So I actually, <laughs> I avoided this one until today, but, uh, but it, it wasn't that bad. Um, Interesting choices, I, I guess. The uh, the first person view was kind of uh, unusual for this type of a video, but uh, but yeah, I mean overall, uh, I guess some might say that it might be a little bit sappy in its intent, but uh, but uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Uh, really. Did you watch this with Cameron? Uh, yeah, and and I feel like my biggest problem with it was that it was Eminem and Spike Lee, so my my uh, standards all of a sudden got raised too high. I think because <laughs> true, true. I think the, the the budget and who these names are, you expect them to like it should wow me a little bit. Yeah, and if this movie, if this video had been some random indie band and a director I'd ne- never heard of, I would have been like, oh, what a creative piece of storytelling in a music video. But because it was Spike Lee, I was like. Really? This is this is what you got? I right. This was fun for you, but I can't imagine. Like, I'm not all that. I'm not that blown away. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like, you bring in Spike Lee to do like a video where like you have Eminem's mom stand in the whole time, like only shooting her from the back and stuff. Like that yeah. stuff. That stuff for me seemed like if you're gonna if you're gonna bring these names in, Eminem, Spike Lee. I mean, you know, a lot of people are gonna watch the videos. Like, don't do this idea. Like, I kept coming in my head like it was it, it seemed like it was a limitation that they were working within um yeah. um like almost don't have the mom figure in this video um if you're gonna do that um if you can't have the his real mom obviously and and because of that you know uh, this video was shared a lot um on sunday i saw it on on my facebook feed a lot and obviously 10 million views in a week that's um massive uh eminem is is obviously used to numbers like this for his music videos still it's been you know 15 years of eminem now and uh you know still still has a huge following a huge audience um and the videos from this album have been good um, I think that, you know, Eminem has always been making great music videos, and I think this is no different. But yeah, they kind of teased that they were working on this video for, 
for a little while now. Um, uh, they've been talking about it coming up, so there was a little bit of buzz around it. And yeah, I was I was a little let down by it as well. Um, Adam, you mentioned some of those POV shots. To me, that feels like a like a Spike Lee move. I can't think of any examples off the top of my head of Spike Lee using a POV shot like that, but I do feel like. I don't know. That felt Spike Lee-ish to me, and maybe I'm just weirdo. It, it also felt it felt to me like Spike Lee hasn't been watching music videos. <laughs> I feel that 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 bit, the the POV first person shot, has been done in music videos a lot lately. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so, and I feel like it, it's like he just seems like an old man coming into this young man's world of music videos and be like, "Hey, look at this crazy shot I invented, guys!" And we're like, "Yeah, there's like four videos last year that came out with this style." Right. <laughs> Right, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a music video. It's almost like a music video trope at this point to have, yeah, exactly. to have that. Yeah, and and I completely agree. I don't think Spike Lee, uh, you know, probably the last video he watched was Fight the Power uh, or something. You know, like his own music video. Um, um, because yeah, it it did it did feel like something that maybe in a in a in a feature film would be weird and would be kind of like different and 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 interesting but yeah in in the music video world it certainly isn't and 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 for me uh in this video because of the fake mom any like any like attempt at being sentimental and and uh and you know moving it it it, it, it's lost on me it seems a little forced you know just this screenshot you know you see eminem like hugging a lady and embracing her but like you it's too front of mind that this is some actress that he's with because they can't show the face or anything maybe I'm getting hung up on that too much but yeah I was I was a little uh I had high expectations obviously because of the names involved and uh yeah it didn't didn't really meet those those uh, uh high expectations I also might I also might argue that music videos may not be the venue for a sentimental story I can't think <laughs> of any music videos that I have been moved by really I feel like it always feels a little forced because it's just it's hard to tell a story that fast with no dialogue. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's not the right place to try to do that. And what you can't do anything else with a, with this song. This is basically the video you have to make for this song. Um, mm-hmm. You know, short of like doing an animated or something where you where you then everyone's fake and you can show a face of the mom. But yeah, beyond that, this is this is what you got to make for this song. So um, lots of limitations to go around, and uh, yeah, lots of. Coming up short uh, based on the talent involved the project. Probably the best thing they do exposure-wise was to release um, a mum music video on Mother's Day. Yeah. Which clearly was probably the smartest thing about the whole project, really. Definitely. <laughs> it, it definitely was, was, you know, mixed It doesn't in. even really have to be good to really no, you know, right. generate some views. Uh, yeah, mixed in with, like, pictures but... of other people's moms. This is basically all I saw on Facebook on Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know... To that point, you know, if you just look at some of the other videos from this album, Monster, for example, 156 million views, um, Rap God uh, at 100 million views. So, you know, Eminem's getting these views either way. He doesn't need to, like, milk his mom any more than he has his whole <laughs> life to do to do this video. But, uh, you know, that's that's fine. Um, um, so, yeah, I think we should... Uh, I think I think we can move on to another video from this week with lots of big names that are again <laughs> disappointed me, and that's the Michael Jackson featuring Justin Timberlake "Love Never Felt So Good," directed by Rich Lee and Justin Timberlake. I've uh, I've seen 
a few, I won't call the people out who I've seen complaining about this music video on the internet, but I've seen people complaining about this music video on the internet about how uh, they loved the song a lot and that the video was pretty um, simple for them. What'd you guys think of this video? Yeah, I agree, Doug. My biggest issue with the video was that I feel like that there must have been uh, – I, I don't really know what they were going for with the old footage of Michael Jackson, but I feel like they must have had some more recent footage than what they've used that maybe would have sort of tied it together to give it a little bit more unity. But but I just found using the really old footage was kind of like – it didn't really – it pulled it apart for me. That was my biggest problem with the video. Aside from that, I mean, it was decent enough for what I had expected. Could have been a lot cooler, but uh, but yeah, the the choice of the really old footage of Michael was was funny for me. And they didn't seem to to do much work to that footage. They no, they just didn't. Made it fit the screen, and there you go. They kept some of the you know bugs that exist in that old footage, and and none of that seemed to really be worked out. Um, and yeah, well, what's in there? Just like clips of bad and stuff like that. I yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's interesting. Um, interesting choices. Obviously, this this new Michael Jackson album with the repurposed old, yet unreleased material. Um, obviously, has been getting a lot of attention. This video. Uh, it's not a surprise that it was. Uh, looks like it's going to be the number two most popular video of the week. Um, but yeah, they didn't seem to. Um, with the budget, with the budget that they had at their disposal for this, that you think like yeah, or, yeah, well, at least like a you hologram or or something <laughs> cooler. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm assuming you're not going to get Rich Lee and Justin Timberlake to co-direct a five thousand dollar music video, so this is probably a, a pretty decent budget. Um, and yeah, it's a lot of people doing doing Michael Jackson impressions, dancing around. Um, uh, Cameron, do you have any thoughts on this one? Um, I mean, I like the element of people dancing around. It looks like people having fun to Michael Jackson, which I think is sort of the spirit of Michael Jackson's music is just people having fun. Um, But, yeah, I was disappointed that, like, Justin Timberlake is just on a blank psych stage for the video. It's like it looks like one of those – even though he directed it, it looks like one of those videos that they only had the star for, like, three hours and they had to get anything they possibly could (laughs) and had to cut it together. Right. Um, But it's like you directed it. You you know you were there for longer than a few hours. Yeah, I I wonder what – I'm always really interested when an artist is listed as a co-director, what their actual contribution to the project is, you know, because, you know, biggest part of um, a director's job a lot of times on the music video is coming up with the idea as well. So, you know, if, if Justin Timberlake and Rich Lee kind of just collaborated on this idea conceptually, that's almost enough to throw Justin Timberlake uh, director credit on, on this video. Um... So, you know, I'm, I'm curious how hands-on with the actual directing he was. And, and, and you know, because he, like you mentioned, yeah, he is kind of just on a psych uh, dancing around. Like, it's, it, it's not really complex, his presence in the video itself. Um, uh, but this is another example of, obviously, a video that um, you're limited in what you're able to do. Obviously, Michael Jackson's not showing up in the video. Um, and... Um, and, uh, you know, you you got to have the, the, the dancing and, and the fun elements. I mean, that fits right into what this is. Um, but, yeah, it also seems like, you know, a, a bunch of big names getting together and, and kind of, you know, giving you the bare minimum of what those names can bring. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of how it's kind of what I felt. We're, 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 we're getting to some of the ones we like, though. Don't worry. And I think we should do that right now. I think we should talk about 
uh, definitely one of my favorite music videos of this week, and that is Harmar Superstar Restless Leg, directed by Warren Fu. Uh, Warren yeah. Fu has um, directed some hu- really huge music videos, and then he also will, um, he, he somehow, I don't know if he's an owner or something, but he's, he's heavily involved in Cult, Re- cult Records, which is Harmar Superstar's label. And Warren will frequently direct music videos for, um, you know, artists on Colt Records. So, uh, not a highly viewed video from this week. Um, although, it, uh, it actually, this, this video premiered on Funny or Die. So, we've only got a couple thousand views for it, but we're, we're leaving um, several on the table, I'm sure, from Funny or Die. But even so, this is obviously not, you know, the, to the level of, you know, you lose yourself to dance by Daft Punk or Runaways by The Killers. You know, this is definitely a lot smaller project. But anyway, the concept of this video, Harmar Superstar, who uh, has a fantastic singing voice and tons of charisma, but is also kind of like a fat, bald guy who is super funny. And uh, so this video features Harmar um, uh, at a concert he or at a, at a puppet show, and he sees a puppet and uh, falls in love with it and decides to... Um, and he cooks up a scheme where he pretends to want to date the puppeteer uh, in order to get get his chance with the puppet. And um, as the video progresses, there's a little bit of magic. Harmar Superstar um, eventually becomes a puppet himself. And, and then there are a lot of puppet sex scenes, which are everybody's <laughs> favorite stuff. Uh, I, I love this video so much. Um, uh, I, I, I'm a sucker for puppets. Um... Uh, this is going to sound weird, but puppet sex is, I guess I'm a sucker for that too. I'm cutting that out. Um, but this, <laughs> this was, this, this video is a lot of fun. I, I really, really love this video. Do you guys share my, share my favor, favor to this video? Yeah. Yeah. I puppet you can put puppets in anything and I'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. That's, that's an important thing. You need, you yeah, need I want, puppets. I want Henson Studios doing everything. That's so I just want Henson, Henson's hands on everything. Right. Right, and 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 I think we have we might have an IMVDB playlist um, of all music videos featuring puppets. So if we do, uh, I will make sure to include that playlist in the show notes. It's an important playlist for everyone to watch puppets, puppets, and and, and stuff. So um, yeah, this this video is super fun. Harmar Superstar is super fun. Uh, Adam Alexander, any thoughts on this video? Yeah, I thought it was a pretty cute little video. It was uh cute. like you said, not like a not like a crazy contender for like a best of the week type of a video for me anyway. Yeah. Uh but definitely uh definitely lots of fun. And uh and uh like Cam and I I love puppets and and uh for sure put Hans Henson and everything. I agree. I I love how Warren Fu can, you know, most of his videos are not do not feature ridiculous things like puppets having sex, but occasionally, <laughs> occasionally they do. Uh, another one I'm thinking of uh, particularly is "Everybody Have a Good Time" by The Darkness, which features a um, a stripper bear, uh, a man in a bear suit uh, in a bikini who strips. So that's a, that's another great video if you're looking for weird weird worn foo shit. That's that's definitely one. Um, to look at, uh, so sweet. Yeah, we, we should um, we should include some of these funnier dive views in this in this count here because 2K that that's not representative of the power of Harmar Superstar and Warren Fu. Um, um, so cool. I think we just talked about that video. We're moving we're moving kind of quick this week through some of these videos. Um, 
First, because we have one less voice talking about them. But second, because there were a lot of really good videos released this week. Um, um, so we pushed... I mean, God, Carlos Lopez Estrada gave us two. That's You know it's a good week when, when we got two Carlos videos. So um, I think we should bounce back and forth. I want to go back to one more video that uh i didn't <laughs> that isn't my favorite but is definitely going to be one of this week's most popular videos right now it's sitting at number five but i think three and four no, at least number three came from last week so we're looking at a top five video of the week and that is the plastics by the plastics <laughs> featuring adam barda this video is super popular um Can you, you need to give uh me some more context on uh, this one Doug, okay this the, one was lost on me there's got to be more to this one it well, let's comfortable. <laughs> it makes it also makes me very uncomfortable. Um, the Plastics, if you don't know, um, are is a group of um, three people who have gotten just ungodly amounts of plastic surgery. Uh, I, I'm in no position to judge people's personal choices um, uh, and what they do with their money and faces. Um, they're, they're, they're weird. You can judge them. Okay, <laughs> they're weird. For example, the the guy uh, Toby Sheldon, who is one of the guys in the Plastics, has um, has spent over a hundred thousand dollars to look like Justin Bieber. Um, and then Venus Delight uh, was a former contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race, who has spent um, thousands of dollars to look like Madonna. And then Kitty J um, uh, is the third member of the Plastics, and she's spent over $25,000 to look like Jennifer Lawrence. And then this video features a man named Adam Barda, who this man clearly has had lots of plastic surgery as well, although I don't know if it was to look like a celebrity or just to look weird. But uh, either way, he also got plastic surgery. So these people who, between them all, have spent, you know, close to a quarter million dollars on plastic surgery... Uh, they should have, get their money back. Yeah, probably <laughs> all of it because and their faces. Uh, they made this music video. This music video has uh, five hundred thousand plus views, um, four hundred upvotes on YouTube, and about uh, nine thousand downvotes. So really bad ratio <laughs> there in terms of what in terms of the people who are watching this video and why it's not. Because they love these guys. Uh, and another really interesting thing that I noticed is for some reason it's featuring Adam Barta. Like these guys got together and they're like, okay, look, Adam, you can be in this song, but you're not in our band. Okay, it's just you need to know uh, that you're not in our band. And and the, int- the thing that is the saddest uh, about just these people, I haven't even gotten into the video yet. The saddest part about these people is by far the thing that looks the most like the person they're trying to look like on all of them is their hair. Nobody, uh, nobody's face looks like the person they're trying to look like. Everyone's face just looks like you put a piece of plastic in the microwave and then put it on someone's face because nobody looks like a, even a real person, let alone a, a celebrity. So that's those are my uh, main observations on the people. Um, the video itself is <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, they spend lots of it in the surgery in a surgery chair, which naturally. Um, these, the, the guys in the video, I'm pretty sure are their actual doctors, which at first I was thinking like, wait a second, why is this doctor like putting himself out there in this music video like this? But then I also remember that these are probably the doctors who did the surgeries, which clearly have no moral compass. So, uh, you know, just cutting people's faces in exchange for money all the time. Um, so yeah, I talk a lot about this video. You guys love this video or hate? 
I, uh, hate, like, <laughs> hate isn't even the word. It, it, it makes me feel bad. <laughs> right. About yeah. the world. <laughs> and this, and this, despite the, d- despite the downvote upvote ratio, uh, half a million views is probably encouraging to these folks, I think. I think that they're, they're kind of, uh, proud of themselves, um, and the, uh, and the people that they've reached with this video. Uh, I've searched, I can't find the director, uh, which is a bummer. I thought maybe <laughs> someone would step up and own this thing, and, and nobody has, but, um... But here we the, go. Is the it, strangest part for me, Doug, is that I mean, if if this were just the video and and the plastics came out and they performed this song, and and maybe didn't have the name the plastics, but but the strangest part for me is how self aware it is. Like they, these people are basically admitting that they are freaks is basically what it boils down to, because they're singing about how much plastic surgery they've had and, and how ridiculous that is, basically. <laughs> right, right, right. They kind of Which are... is, like, why would they agree to... I, I don't understand. To simultaneously want this much plastic surgery to look like Justin Bieber and then to make a video that, that a whole bunch of people are going to watch and say that you're weird because you got all this plastic surgery and so, sing about so it in auto-tune is a strange thing. The the le- the level of poor judgment from these people that we <laughs> is so high. It like goes back. They they must be evil geniuses. Like there must be some <laughs> something we're not getting because they're so. It's such a poor series of choices. I mean, yeah. I mean, let, I mean, just just to put it in perspective, um, fi- uh, Fifty Cent comes out with a new video every week. He is releasing a new music video um, for every song on his album with director Eve Rivera, who um, uh, is a you know is really good at, at these kind of flashy hip-hop videos that are perfect for 50 Cent. And obviously, this thing that 50 Cent and Eve Rivera are doing is really like, you know, it does, it, it's not easy to, to pull off a music video for every song on an album, even if some of those music videos are pretty simple. 50 Cent is somebody with a, a, a pretty big following. He normally has, you know, a million views a week for these videos. Eve Rivera is, uh, you know, also a... a pretty well-known established director and they're being doubled up in terms of in terms of reach and they put a lot of work into their video i'm sure and so um yeah somehow the plastics have you know made themselves more relevant at least this week than like actual musicians who are actually trying to like make an impact in the industry they're 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 knocking them out um adam i don't know if self-awareness is the right term no it's not i was thinking (laughs) because i mean they seem to be aware of some things but not not everything and and yeah it's really interesting that like these they're not just about the outcome like they're just as happy about like the actual process of having plastic surgery done. Like the actual surgery is being glorified in this video, and that's uh, that's really interesting. Not just the outcome, but the surgery. So and the side effects. Uh, there's a lyric about not being able to smile anymore, and, <laughs> and they sing about that quite happily. That's really it's insane. It's insane. <laughs> um, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, let's move on from the plastics. I think it's important. Let's that we do, do it. it. Um, I want to talk about a video which didn't get a lot of attention. This video blew me away. I don't. I don't know if I'm if I got too excited about this video, but this this I really loved the look video by Young Jake, um, directed by Young Jake and shot by Uzi, uh, uh, which are two two guys who um, I think two guys 
they're, they're purposely secretive, I think. No, no, they're not. I'm just an idiot. Anyway, Uzi shot this video. It, it really appears to be shot on an iPhone, but it's, it's certainly not that simple. Um, and you first, when you first look at the video, you think it might be, it's, you know, it, it's, it's 90% or, you know, 70% black space. Uh, you know, it's, it looks like someone who shot it on an iPhone who didn't turn it long ways and just kept it kept it upright. Um, but then, you know, kind of seamlessly mixed in. I call a lot of these a lot of these effects remind me of Vine. A lot of people use these like whip pan effects in Vine and stuff like that. And that, there's a lot of that in this video. They use um, they're using the features that come on an iPhone uh, to make some really interesting um, effects for this video and. Uh, uh, and like I mentioned, a lot of whip pans, a lot of like, you know how you, on an iPhone you could just tap a space and it'll focus the light on that space instead. They use that a lot in this video too. And basically this is like young Jake, um, almost like in an Alanis set ironic situation where he's driving around in a car and they keep panning over to different, to different seats in the car. And each time it's still young Jake driving and then in both back and, and, um, both back seats and uh and yeah i re i really enjoyed this video partially because of how surprising it is um just with you know it looking like it looks like just some guy with the iphone in his pocket and then suddenly it's it's a lot more complex than it initially is set up and he even does like further things that that make himself look like kind of a young up-and-coming rapper like he puts the fake vivo logo on his video even though this isn't a vivo embed and just stuff like that that like makes you think like this is some broke guy who doesn't know what he's doing and then suddenly you're you're getting fun and and interesting effects um involved with the video so uh i talked a lot what do you guys think of this one i kind of really liked how it got i found it got increasingly funnier too uh, as the lyrics of the song continue uh the part where there he is in a dress that that was the part that sold it for me there and then of course it, it pans to him sitting on a car in a dress for no reason but uh but yeah i liked it too at first i i, I wondered i was uh doubting uh doubting you doug because you sent me this one for a look and uh, just in the screenshot i saw like well this looks like a vine video or i don't know, I have no idea why you're sending me this but uh as i watched it i saw what you were explaining uh just the effects are are, uh, are kind of thrown in in a cool way. He's a, he's a zombie at one point, and uh, yeah, it is a, actually a really fun video. I liked it too, for sure. And yeah, Cameron, I'm, I'm curious what you thought of this one because you uh, um, probably are looking um, at this from a different perspective, obviously, as a professional in the industry who uh, maybe doesn't get as excited about whip pans as Adam and I do. Uh, but I'm curious what you thought of this one. Um, I actually, I mean, I, I'm curious as to who did the post for him. Because it's directed by him. So like, did, did he also, because there's some After Effects work. There's like a, a little gun that gets CG'd into his hand when he holds his yeah, gun hand. Right. There's like, there's a little bits of visual effects work, which, I mean, are not super complicated. But like, if you're not someone who generally does that, it would, like, I can imagine like, if I wasn't someone who did what I do for a living and tried to figure this out in a weekend, it would be pretty tricky. Yeah. So, like, I'm curious as to what the production was for this um i mean it's not it does it's not impressive but it is i was surprised too I, I was like i did the same sort of thing where i expected to be like oh what is this gonna be stupid and then i i found myself really <laughs> laughing at all of his little gags i thought they were they were really fun yeah yeah um i i think so uzi who i although i fumbled through my description of them before they are definitely um they do a lot of uh stuff with vhs work and like do a lot of stuff that's got this 
you know, low budget kind of, you know, low quality feel to it, but then they'll they'll have these elements where, you know, you know they they kind of infuse it with certain things that are, you know, used a lot more commonly now. And so I have to think that it's there uh, that it's Uzi's involvement in this project which is where some of that stuff comes from. And like they're definitely a character in the video as well. The camera operator is a character in the video. Um they walk up to the car, you can kind of see them as they do. You see their arm kind of closing the door. You know, it's because this is an is meant to look like an iPhone, you know, the camera person is kind of a character in this video as well. And, uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of that comes from the influence of Uzi, um, who we will link to in the show notes as well. Um, Uzi, Life with Uzi, uh, is their Twitter handle. So go check those dudes out. But, yeah, I, I, I think that their, it was their influence probably that a lot of that stuff came from. Because, yeah, Young Jake, as the director, which is another example of I'm curious what his, what his role was um, as a director in this. But I actually came across this video because uh, a couple of – um, music video directors who I like uh, shared this one on Facebook. Uh, Matthew Bowman and Eli Stoneberg both shared this video, so um, I knew it would be good. I, normally, I wouldn't watch a video that looks like it shot on an iPhone, but they those guys gave it the bump, and uh, yeah, I'm glad they did because it was. I thought this one was really interesting and a lot of fun, really surprising. I, um, you know, it's 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 uh, you know like like we were talking about with Spike Lee and the POV shots it's kind of tough to surprise people in a music video these days and so uh, I think these guys were able to do that um, I didn't realize it was so late there's a lot of videos that I made you guys watch that we haven't talked about but I kind of want to um, I kind of want to go and, and, and see who's what everyone's favorite video of the week were was uh, if we could it's starting with Adam Alexander uh, maybe I'm gonna talk a little bit. The, the clipping work work one is is probably my favorite so far, but we talked about that one already. Um, I'm gonna bring up the the pop video from today for Guilt Trip. Um, somebody directed it. I'm gonna find out in a second here. In the meantime, I'm gonna talk a little bit about the video. So this video is kind of like a bit of an origin story for the band. Um, I don't expect that it's completely uh, uh, actually what went down, but but <laughs> no, some, sort of a, some sort of some sort of a version of what might have occurred. At least the bullying part, some and, of it, and right? Them, and them meeting. Uh, um, in dissimilar circumstances and stuff like that. But then it takes a, a really crazy twist at the end that, that's clearly uh, fabricated uh, where uh, a police officer ends up getting... Uh, um, killed. Mortally, mortally ki- yeah, yeah. killed. Yeah, exactly. killed. And, and then and burned. He, yeah, and, uh, and he happens to be uh, actually uh, a fairly prominent Canadian uh, music figure, Grant Lawrence. He uh, does... Uh, He's um, a CBC uh, uh, person, and he's big in the indie rock scene. So he plays the the cop, actually. And uh, so Pup is a Toronto band, so that, that's all the Canadian stuff, uh, all in a nutshell. But yeah, basically the video is um, sort of set up where these kids kind of meet each other, and they end up being the the band themselves. And uh, and it's kind of just this uh, really well shot uh, video with uh, some vi- some violence thrown in too, which makes sense. That I think the the directors who are Chandler Levac and Jeremy Shaolin Ryu, uh, they did. One of the other pop videos for the song Reservoir, 
which was uh, basically like a punk show, and it was like just a, a really violent kind of a. Um, basically the band ends up all getting wounded and, and beat up and stuff. And, uh, and it was kind of like violent and, and raw in that sense as well. But yeah, I, I really like this, uh, this guilt trip video and it's definitely going to be uh, shortlisted by me this week. Sweet. Look out for that in Adam Alexander's weekly blog post of his top five music videos of the week. Yeah. I, this is a video I didn't send to Cameron to watch cause you sent it to me late and I had already sent him like 20 videos to watch. I was going to make him watch another one. But yeah, I really I really enjoyed this one too. It was a it was a really good video. I do not believe that this is the true origin of the band. I do not believe that in order no. to form the band they had to murder and burn a police officer. Uh, but you never know. You never know for sure. Uh, uh, Cameron, is there one that that we we didn't we haven't talked about yet that that sticks out to you? Um, well, the the one done by the Scanner Darkly style one. Which one was that? That was yeah. the. Uh, uh, is that the acid? Which no. it's called? No, that's uh, it's it's um Oliver. by Oliver Future. Uh, Hot Old Annie is the name of the song, which is why we put it in the database as that. Hot Old Annie is the name of the song, but it's yeah, technically technically a short film called The Gold Sparrow. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just I just love watching anybody that does some creative new animation, and although this style has been done in 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 both Waking Life and and Scanner Darkly and and. There was a few commercials that did it afterwards. Um, uh, it's I, I just love watching this guy's this guy's stuff. Who is this? This is um, Daniel Stesson. Is he the guy? Who, yeah. 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 Um, I think I may have seen him talk at South by Southwest about Scanner Darkly, um, and and he he seemed to be more of a uh, um, uh, very much a technical guy. He was very into sort of the technical process of rotoscoping more than anything else. And so it's interesting to see where this is going. Um, and it, I mean, it's it's visually very interesting. The story, I, I feel like it's it's uh, I'm not quite as into um, necessarily, but I, I just I'm so blown away by the eye the eye candy that I uh, I just find myself sc- scrolling through it and 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 getting excited about still frames all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, this was a, a sure. amazing video. We um, we 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 probably are bending our rules a little bit by having it in the database since it was technically released as a short film. But uh, we whatever rules we had to bend to work it in, uh, we were willing to um, because I had it, to fight you. It on that is. One. It was there was some fight. fights. I had to fight you, Doug. If if Adam Fairholm was here, he would be. He was the one who was ready to veto it out the door. But but actually, this video was. Uh, started as a music video. Some of the people in the video are in the band, and it's it's won uh, it's won some awards for music videos. So uh, yeah. it's it's definitely a music video. Uh, one thing I, I will direct people to is Daniel Stetson's Twitter account. Weirdest Twitter account I've ever seen. Uh, Daniel <laughs> Stetson. It's at Daniel Stetson, and then it his bio is I want to be a businesswoman, and then his photo is a stock photo of a businesswoman at a laptop, and then he just tweets every day, I want to be a businesswoman, over and over and over again. <laughs> just going back, I'm scrolling here, I'm I'm in December of last year, and just it's clearly, it's clearly some bot account. But it's definitely if it's it's it. But then the bio or the link it links out to his Zumio page. So this is definitely his actual Twitter account. Weirdest <laughs> fucking Twitter account uh, that I've seen. And uh, so that's there you go. That's that. Um, my favorite video of the week. Um, gosh, this is a tough one. It's it's that we haven't talked about yet. A lot of these ones were really fantastic. But uh, real quick, two I want to bring up because I'm pick I'm picking two. Um, 
is the Adam Alexander. I'm going to make you say this name. The one with the uh, with the uh, weird weird uh, letters. How do you say this one? The, the way the the way to the forest is the name of the song. Will you say the oh, name of the yeah. group? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so that one is uh, Francois and the Atlas Mountains. There we go. There we go. Canadian to the rescue. Awesome um, video. Really great video. This was actually the three or excuse me thirty thousandth. Uh, video added to the IMVDB database, so we were really excited about that. It got added just minutes before Faces of Film, The Rule. We were a little bummed that The Rule didn't make it to 30,000. Carlos sent it to me just a minute too late. Um, uh, but so the, the Way to the Force was our uh, 30,000th video added to the database. Really fantastic video of two hunters uh, who are kind of hunting in the forest and then suddenly uh, get attacked by a bunch of miniature um, ninjas and shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, basically, and and uh, and then it's kind of a battle ensues where uh, the hunters um, bring out you know falcons and and dogs to to get their back, and then there's epic battles that involve uh, bugs and beer cans, and and this this video is a whole lot of fun. Uh, really enjoyed this video. Um, you guys should check it out as well. And then another really great video that I, I want to make sure that we mention is Fame by The Acid, directed by Dugan O'Neill and Rye X. Um, another really great video, Dugan O'Neill and Rye X, who is in The Acid. Um, Adam, is he is he just in The Acid, or is he The Acid? Um, I believe it's two guys. I'd have okay. to check that for sure, but he yeah. is one of... The members Cause he, for cause, sure because Ryax has got some solo solo songs as well. So yeah, I, I believe it's two people as well. Anyway, this um, another he- uh, dance video, the last the acid video by Dugan and Ryax was also dance uh, dance related, and that one the their their last video, which is called Basic Instinct, stars of this dance trio or troupe uh, called Wife, and they also appear. Um, in like the third act of this video as well. Um, and yeah, this is kind of just like a dark, you know, they're kind of, they look to be in some kind of like basement, unfinished basement area, you know, the lights are flickering and then there's just this like dirty ground with a, you know, classic, well, kind of classic, uh, cardboard laid down for breakdancing and, uh, there's some breakdancing and some sweet moves, um, out of people who don't necessarily fit the description of people who would be doing breakdancing. So um, that's that video. Watch that one too. And uh, I think I think uh, I think those are all the good ones from this week. There was one more staff pick, as always, by Clap Your Hands Say Yeah, directed by David M. Hellman, that we didn't talk about, but you should watch it anyway. Um, you missed the kooks. Oh <laughs> shit! And the kooks around town. Yeah. A lot of good videos this week. Yeah, it was ladies a stacked and, week, ladies sure. and gentlemen. Um, so that's it. Those are all the great ones. Um, I'm sure there's some more good ones this week that we just didn't have time to talk about, didn't have time to discuss. Um, and there's gonna be 30 more out tomorrow. I'm right, ready. 30 more out tomorrow. Who knows? I've I've been hearing a little some some buzzing going around that this week there's supposed to be a new Arcade Fire music video for We Exist, directed by David Wilson. That I I heard was supposed to come out today. It's not out. So hopefully tomorrow, if not next week. Uh, look out for that. Also, one from MIA for Double Bubble Trouble. I thought was going to be out this week, but now it's looking like that one might drop next week too. Sweet. And uh, Cameron, are, are you working on any music videos presently? 
Um, not music videos. I'm I'm doing some some bill paying work, doing a, a, a documentary that's getting paid for by American American Express and nice. and a, a, a travel insurance company commercial. I uh, just st- stacking the bank account out so I can do uh, more music videos in the future. Cool, cool. <laughs> but it's never it's never that long before I do another one. Their music videos are my fun projects. Um, are always the good ones right and you never know you can get a call from at any night at 4 a.m from carlos like dude save me please come get <laughs> my back so i i owe i owe carlos or carlos infinitely because the first two years out of college i spent half of my time crashing on his couch when i was homeless and wasn't working that much nice uh, so i I've, i have so much karma to give back to him i'll, I'll take any calls anytime of night uh, well, Car- Carlos is uh, is one of the nicest dudes we know, so I'm sure lots of people owe that guy karma. Um, so yeah, not not a surprise there. Um, well, cool. If you are listening to this podcast, you definitely like music videos. You may even like I'm VDB. In which case, you should definitely follow us on all of the social media machines that are out there. We have a Twitter account, Facebook. I mean, we are reg- we're in the 90s with everybody else with all these social media accounts. Uh, even a Vine account. If you like Vine, follow us. We haven't posted on Vine in a year, but it's there. <laughs> so um, uh, all of those things, check the show notes for the links that we're talking about. Um, and you can also, we will also link to Cameron's uh, page on IMVDB in the show notes, as well as to his website if you want to see some of his music video work or some of his money making work. That stuff will be there as well. Um, so check out those things. Check out these music videos we talked about. Um, and uh, and we'll see you guys next week. All right, see you later. <laughs>